The point is that many of these kings had ambitions and, and, and these ambitions went right up to uh, the moment of independence almost. Uh, then you've got Kashmir, of course, Manu's mentioned it. Uh, there's a story that in the 1890s, uh, the British had seriously sought to, uh, thought of annexing Kashmir to British India. And that the Maharaja of Kashmir had to actually traveled to London and lobby to save his state. But can you imagine what would have happened if the British had annexed it? Uh, because obviously it would have fallen victim to Cyril Radcliffe's partition pen in a way that it didn't when the princely state as a state acceded to India. The fact is that these princely states, of course, had their own uh, treaty relationships with, with the Brits. And when they were all dissolved, we tried to create a united nation. It, it didn't just happen overnight. So, for example, in Punjab, you had the Patiala and, uh, and uh, East Punjab States Union, which was a collection of princely states, uh, which then eventually had to be dissolved into what became Punjab state and then was broken up into Punjab, Haryana and Himachal. The political process of, of, of the legacies of these states has varied from place to place. Very few princely states simply survived uh, in the form in which they were. Of course, Rajasthan was created first, Rajputana, then Rajasthan. Uh, Mysore became part of this larger uh, entity called Mysore State, which included Bangalore, which is actually a British cantonment town, and now Karnataka, and so on and so forth. So it was a, it was a complicated process. But one thing that Nehru and Patel were absolutely clear about was there would be no trappings of independent decision-making. It's, it's, it's amazing, for example, that Travancore actually sought to be independent in August 15, 1947. And they even sent an envoy to Delhi. Nehru sent him packing. Uh, but they were, in, they were in direct contact with Jinnah. Jinnah wanted to have a diplomatic relationship with Travancore. Uh, by the way, the reason Travancore is coming up so much is I'm the MP from there, from Tiruvannantapuram, which is where, uh, where, where which was... The, the biggest city of, of Travancore at the time. The point is that many of these kings had ambitions and, and, and these ambitions went right up to uh, the moment of independence almost. Uh, then you've got Kashmir, of course, Manu's mentioned it. Uh, there's a story that in the 1890s, uh, the British had seriously sought to, uh, thought of annexing Kashmir to British India. And that the Maharaja of Kashmir had actually traveled to London and lobby to save his state. But can you imagine what would have happened if the British had annexed it? Uh, because obviously it would have fallen victim to Cyril Radcliffe's partition pen in a way that it didn't when the princely state as a state acceded to India. So there are all these histories and, and, and legacies and complications emerging from all of this. One of the reasons we finally last year had a territorial settlement with Bangladesh is because there were about 150 enclaves uh, in each other's countries after partition, right up to, for 70 years after partition, where there were bits of territory in what is what we think of as India that were actually part of Bangladeshi sovereignty, but over which the Bangladeshis could exercise no control. And similarly, Indian enclaves in Bangladesh, over which we could exercise no control. And some of these had come about literally through the gambling of princes. I mean, they would literally wager entire villages and half a district and so on, lose, and then suddenly this, this chunk belongs to the chap on the other side. And vice versa. You really had some amazing messages. And in some ways, the process of clarifying our borders has not yet been settled. We still have an undefined, um, uh, you know, we don't have an internationally agreed border in Kashmir. We still have an undefined uh, line of control in the north with Tibet and China. So all of these things suggest that 
the processes of political line drawing, um, complicated by the princely states to begin with, are still a lingering concern in, in contemporary India. If you've enjoyed the conversation that you just heard, do subscribe to our channel for much more.